Welcome to this episode of UMBC's Miked Up Podcast. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs, and I am here with Renisha Williams. She is a current student in our Engineering Management Graduate Program. And I am so excited to talk with her today. We're going to talk about engineering, what got her into it, and where she is today. Because She's got a really great story about an outcome that she has gained and experienced from being part of this program. Welcome to UMBC Mic'd Up Podcast, Renisha. Hello. How are you today? Ah, fantastic. It's so wonderful to be here with you. I want to jump right into my first question. If you could just tell me a little bit about yourself in terms of your professional endeavors and your the educational journey that took you to UMBC. Okay, so like I'm originally from Philadelphia. Um, I went uh, to undergrad in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Millersville University, where I obtained a bachelor's of science in applied engineering and technology management with a focus in safety. So starting my career path and starting my education journey, I wanted to make a difference and have impact. And the best way to do that is engineers. You know, being an engineer, you're a problem solver. Through my internship experience, I gained a lot of um, firsthand knowledge of like Navy ships. I was working on switchboards. I was doing a lot of things that I saw direct impact. So then when I started to learn more about safety, I was like, wow, as an engineer, you imagine all of these things, but you don't necessarily think about the people that make your dreams come to life or make your ideas, you know, tangible. So I took up a minor in safety. Now with safety, I was, I was a natural. It came very naturally and I kind of went into a career path into safety. So I was working as a health, safety, and environmental supervisor um, straight from undergrad. And I realized that this is managing a lot of people and not more so processes, not the work, which was a shock to me. And I was like, that's not what I really want to do. I want to manage the people. I, mean, I want to manage the process. I want to work with the technology, not necessarily the people. So that's when I started my journey at UMBC, getting my master's. I was like, you know, if I focus on engineering management, it'll teach me more about processes and how to almost shift. Safety is a great foundation. Everyone, I say, every engineer should have some strong background in safety because you will need it. And then I made that shift here and I've been given the tools to look for what is right for me and how to find more of a role that's ideal for what I'm looking for. So that's how I kind of got to UBC, as well as to meet the education mandate for my PMP, because it's either you've been in the industry six, seven years, or you have a master's degree. So I like to work smarter, not harder. And it was easier to get the master's degree. Wow, what a great story. It's what a great pathway. And I love that you're into engineering. It's empowering as, as for myself as a woman to hear other uh, talk about technology like that and the, the passion that you have for it. Or did this passion start when you were younger? Like where, where did this passion for systems and processes take place? The start of me loving engineering is very interesting. So as a child, I... I don't want to say break things, but I used to love taking things apart. 
And my mom would be very upset when I took something apart and I couldn't put it back together. So starting around the age of seven or eight, I will always take things apart and my mom would be so upset. And then I started getting in trouble for it and I couldn't afford to get in trouble anymore. I was losing whole summers being on punishment because I was breaking too many things. Um, so then I started learning how to put things back together. And then my mom put me in a program at Villanova University when I was in, um, normally it's a high school program, but she talked to the director and was explaining like, my daughter loves taking things apart. Like she needs to be in something. So I started the program earlier at, in eighth grade. It's called Vested. Um, it's a Villanova program that are for inner city children. They come pick you up and they teach you about engineering on the weekends. So every Saturday I would go to Villanova University and participate in different programs. I built the underwater ROV while I was there. Um, any world problems that we were having at that time, Villanova downscaled the problem and helped us try to solve it. It was really a great program that I credit a lot of my experience to and interest. That is really, really cool. Did you have like, was there something, one of your favorite things that you took apart and put back together again that sticks out in your head as like that proud moment <laughs> that you, you, you were able to fix something and you're like, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Well, something I wasn't able to fix, but I was able to take apart. Well, my mom was getting a new stove and the old stove was just like in the basement. I started taking it apart, taking the oven door off, taking all of the oven stuff out. My mom was so upset because she was like, it's electric. I'm like, but it's not plugged in. It's not working. She was like, oh my God, like no, they were supposed to come pick this up. But that was one of the best ones, like taking a stove, getting all in the stove apart because I was also small then. So like me and my brother would like then play hide and seek and I would like try to hide in the oven because there was nothing in it. So it was like, I would just try to like squeeze in there. It was like super really Take that door off and yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it, it, I would imagine that's very satisfying to be able to learn how things actually work. When I tinker with things, that's how I learn how it works. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. So just the other day, I took I took apart my my hair clippers because I, I cut my husband's hair, and my my hair clippers need to be replaced. And it's like taking that apart, you see, you know, you see stuff. You're like, wow, okay, that's how that works. The mechanics of it's pretty cool, and just mm -hmm. having that little bit of understanding empowers a person, I think. And yeah. you also maybe start to not feel so afraid to take things apart because yeah. it's more of a curiosity thing at that point. And I think there's confidence, right? It's a lot of confidence building. And there's a lot of, there's a lot to be said about taking that, those small risks, because it's in, it's in those small risks, like taking mm -hmm. apart clippers or, well, in your case, <laughs> a stove, <laughs> taking that apart and being able to figure out just use your curiosity and dig into that and, and figure out mm -hmm. how things work. So in terms of choosing UMBC and the engineering management program, how did you discover the engineering management program? And a two-part question to that is what made you choose that program? So I did some research I was looking at. So since I was new to Maryland, I was like, oh, I want to go to school close to where I'm currently residing. So I was looking at, you know, different programs here and other universities. And what stuck out to me was the um, st statements, alumni statements and new student statements. A lot of people had a lot of things to say about community involvement. Um, feeling like they are, you know, truly cared about. It's not necessarily just going to school. 
you know, and I, I am big on that. I'm big on, I'm not a statistic in a classroom. I'm not just a body in a classroom that there's more to me. My professors want to dive and get to know me on a personal level as well as to help me, you know, like we're all there to grow. And looking at a lot of the alumni statements and student statements, it made me feel that community community um, bond. And that was very important to me with choosing a program as well as it's a accredited program. It's a very nice program to be a part of. <laughs> what challenged or maybe surprised you once you started in the program? I love the fact that all of my professors are still professionals. None of my professors so far is just a professor. They also are working professionals, which is extremely important when you're teaching about a subject that's constantly changing. Unless you're in the industry, you don't know the industry. And that happens a lot of times in a lot of different programs where you'll have a teacher that's been out of the industry for 10 years. So the things that he's teaching is by textbook, which doesn't necessarily apply in the real world. So a lot of my all of my professors I have so far are still professionals working in the industry and they bring insight that that other universities and other professors could not do. If I'm going to work in a certain industry, my professor's in that industry right now, he can tell me exactly what's going on and how to apply the things we're learning in the classroom into that industry. And one of my classes that uh, resonated with me the most um, is Professor Charles teach this class? I think it's ENMG 652. Don't quote me, but Professor Charles <laughs> teach this class. And at the time, Professor Charles' health was not the best. He was going through a lot, but you would have never been able to know that through the way he was teaching and the way he treated the classroom. The case studies that he, he had us going through, it made you think on a deep intellectual level it challenged you as a person and it made you grow as an individual as well as um, a professional. That's really when a, when a teacher can inspire you that way. And there's something to be said about instructors who are out there in the field, rolling up their sleeves, doing the work. It's mm -hmm. learning from them. You just feel like you've got this wealth of knowledge coming at you and it's, mm -hmm. you're seeing it applied through their experiences and I'm assuming if you bring experiences to them that you have questions on, they have that experience to be able to answer, mm -hmm. answer those questions in a really thoughtful way. What does the peer engagement in the classroom look like? Do you learn from your peers? Like, is it collaborative? So for my particular program, we have a lot of students from all over the world. I have classmates that currently live in India, you know, Europe, everywhere. We're tuning in from all over the world to go to UMBC. Now, sometimes I know if I, it's difficult for some of my classmates to engage because class at night here is 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. in their time zone, you know, so engagement sometimes is difficult, but I am the kind of person that understands that we all have something to offer. So I always go above and beyond to communicate with my classmates, take time to meet outside of the you know classroom time because you don't get to know people on an interpersonal level when you know we're all tuned in from via zoom and different time zones and we're trying to learn this one particular subject so I always make sure I take the time out to meet with my classmates talk to my classmates we normally have like a whatsapp group chat 
um, going on for the class and everyone to like engage there. And you'll notice you'll get more out of your peers when we engage separately off of necessarily like Blackboard or in the classroom. We were still engaging and still able to learn from each other. And then even like um, standards are different because you're in a different location, the standards and the requirements are very, very different. So when we talk about those things in the classroom, we get to engage and learn about each other and understand why, oh, why did you respond to this question this way? Well, here where I'm from, these are the regulations, this is what's allowed. Like, oh, wow, here's a little different. This is why I responded to this question that way. It's really cool. To get that worldly view, it's really amazing. It's really enriching and powerful. Can you talk about your current role? So you're a graduate student. I, I believe you also work, right? So if you yeah. could talk about what your experience is outside the classroom. Yes. So one of the cool things last spring semester, I met one of my professors, um, Dr. John, and I just expressed with him the things he's doing professionally as well as a professor are amazing. His professional resume is the resume that anyone will want. <laughs> Honestly, after looking over his resume and how amazing it is, I aspire for my credentials to look that way. <laughs> so I chose to meet with him and just express some of the things of feeling a part of unfulfillment and wanting to shift my career focus and want to do more of what we're learning in the classroom. You know, so in that meeting, we were able to talk. He gave me a couple strategies to apply to my professional world and some tools to further myself along to be more appealing to um, prospective jobs. After doing uh, the things he told me to do and following his advice, I was able to uh, land a senior project engineering role at Project Pharma. So it's like big pharmaceutical. Now the company I'm working for works on uh, cures and medicines for children. So a lot of children sometimes are diagnosed with something called SMA. Um, it's, some, it's one of the deadliest killers of children under the uh, age of five. So with that being said, I have purpose, the things I do matter. And in this role, I do a lot of validation. I do a lot of processes. I'm looking at a lot of requirements. I'm governed by the FDA. So a lot of the things that I'm doing now directly affect people. It's gene and cell therapy. And I can put a face to the medicine. I can put a face to the person I'm directly impacting, which means a lot to me. That is amazing to be able to do work that matters. Yeah. I, I would imagine, I could hear it in your voice too, that, that, that just thankfulness and gratitude to have landed in a role like that to mm -hmm. make a true difference in the world. Can you talk about how the program so far has helped you in this new role that you're in? Like how, have you taken things that you've learned in the classroom and been able to apply it directly to what you're doing in this new role? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of I'm dealing with customers, I'm dealing with clients, I'm dealing with um, managers and on other projects. And a lot of our program talks about culture, uh, culture, understanding the team culture under how to how to be a good manager and how to be a good leader without necessarily having the role or the title that goes along with that role. 
a lot of things we learn in the class about how do you build trust in virtual teams? Because a lot of the times I'm working with people that are a thousand miles away. Some people on my team is California, Colorado, Texas, North Carolina. How am I able to build trust on this team? Because that's the only way we're able to progress. This program has given me the tools to connect with any team that I'm on and yield amazing results. Honestly, like the things we talk about in class, just laying the foundation, the little things you can do, just like keeping your word, overly communicating, making sure you have open forms of communication where people can reach you, um, making sure that you're an expert, you're an expert in your field and how to become that. And that's one of the major things that I take away from this program and make sure I'm always working on making sure I'm an expert in how to hone that talent. Wow, that was a really powerful statement. And I am so happy for you. I really am. This is the kind of outcome that we want for all of our students. And it surely shows that you've applied yourself. And as a result of that, you've gained a great experience and opportunity. And that's fantastic. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add that I have not asked you today that you think would lend value to this conversation? Yes. Um, I just want to add that a lot of times people don't understand how valuable their professors are and how our professors are there to serve us and help us along. Reach out to them. Don't be afraid. Most students only reach out about grades. I personally reach out to my professors about their personal life. How are they? You know, asking how's their professional life going? Because a lot of our professors are still um, working. So they're going through a lot of the same experience. Make that connection, talk to them. They're, you know, they're professional, just like you. They're just teaching you something. Making that connection for me has excelled my graduate experience so much because I have multiple professors that I can reach out to on any level and just say, hey, I'm struggling with this professionally. Is there a way you can provide some guidance? Never be afraid to reach out to your professors. They're there to help they're all so great. Like all you have to do is just make the connection. Great advice. Really great advice. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation, Manisha. I'm so happy that you are here with us today to talk about your experience. It's really, really exciting to hear. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate any insight that I can provide for other students because it was given to me.